The following interview originally aired on KPOV 88.9 on the Tuesday Point. You can listen to The Point on KPOV each weekday at 9 a.m. on 88.9 FM in Central Oregon and kpov.org. Okay, we're back here on the Tuesday Point. That song, of course, is Fame uh, by David Bowie, a little music track from that. We're fortunate to have with us Katie Anderson from Aperian Management. Uh, Katie, welcome to The Point. Thank you. So what is the purpose behind the Sage Business Awards? Why do we have them? Yeah, this is actually the 30th anniversary of the award. So this award has been going on for quite a while. And the purpose behind it is to really showcase leaders in business in various categories that are not only great at what they're doing in business, but great in contributing to our community. Sitting as a judge for these awards now for two years, having won this award previously in the small business category, seeing what all of these companies are doing, it goes well beyond them just being in business. These awards really were developed to showcase um, sort of the greatness that's going on in our community with businesses in these sort of key categories and highlight, showcase those pieces. And so the Chamber does a fantastic job of representing a really diverse business group here in Central Oregon. We're not all medical or tech. And their membership is broad, and I think the nominees in these categories represent a really broad range of business. And so these awards are an opportunity for companies not only to showcase what they do for business, but also how they're giving back to the community, what type of employer they are with their company. The information that we go through as judges is extensive. And then each of these companies go through live interviews with us uh, with a pretty rigorous list of questions. And so it is initially an opportunity for companies to showcase what they're doing, but well beyond that within the greatness that they're, you know, sort of carrying out in our community. All right. So many questions come up. Can you give us an example? You talked about these companies and uh, what what they do in the community in addition to their business. Uh, Can you give us an example or two of what some of these businesses are doing for the community? Yeah, I think each one of them has a way that they're giving back in some you know, way, shape or form. There were definitely a handful of them that was amazing as a Central Oregonian that grew up here to learn how they're giving back through their businesses. Pine Mountain Sports, Sun Mountain Fun Center, both find ways to not only run their businesses, but also give back to charity. Hearing how Pine Mountain Sports is through their loyalty programs with their customers, how that creates dollars for them to contribute to organizations like FAN and other groups that they support. Same with Sun Mountain Fun Center was fantastic to hear kind of how they are giving back in those ways. Another really unique was Northwestern Home Loans. Hearing his story was really incredible to his contribution to the community changed the focus of their business. They're now giving back to wounded warriors through every kind of 
bit of their business, not just hosting a charity event, but also finding ways that their daily business operations give gives back to that. And, you know, even down to Quilled Caps, who talked about providing sober rides at various events in Central Oregon. All of these businesses find ways to give back in sort of niche areas in our community that are contributing to more than just the running of their companies. Okay, great. Those are great examples of how uh, local businesses contribute to the community in ways other than the obvious, like providing jobs and, and all the services and products yeah. they provide. And so if you don't mind if we take a, a step back a little broader, I'm going to ask you a kind of a broad question, but can you sort of address the the general state, I guess, of business in Central Oregon? Yeah. You know, it's been a crazy five years. I think there's been several reports that have come out recently talking about the amount of growth that employers have had here in Central Oregon. I believe that we were just named the fastest growing metropolitan area of our size for job growth with 18,500 new employees since 2014. Wow! So I know we focus a lot on population, but to have close to 20,000 more people working in the Bend and Rudman area, that's huge for our employers. So I think employers are seeing a lot of growth, but there's a lot of growing pains that come with those pieces. And as somebody who's pretty involved in the community, I think what we've seen is business leaders getting more involved in the community in Central Oregon to try and figure out how to solve some of those growth pains. So the general state of business has been good. You know, I believe everyone we talk to is growing. They're growing at, you know, sort of the rate in which they want. I I think you can kind of make those choices now. But it does add to the conversation when we start to talk about housing and infrastructure and transportation and all of those lines start to get a little blurry between business and community issues. I think that both parties understand we all have a part in trying to solve some of these things that our growth is now kind of causing. And what are some examples of the kinds of businesses here that we might not expect? I mean, we understand about, like you said, medical, tech, tourism. Uh, What else is going on out there? Yeah, I remember last year sitting um, first year as a judge and reading about some of these companies. There was a manufacturing company that was in the lineup last year that I didn't even know exist. You know, they made battery cells that fed, you know, hospitals around the country and various other things. And so I think that there is a lot of companies that kind of exist behind the scenes that nobody really knows about here in Central Oregon. Listening to some of the stories this year about, you know, Tokyo Starfish, um, last year Orgrown was nominated. I think that as a judge, it's an interesting thing to sit at the table and hear some of the pain points that businesses are experiencing that are in an industry completely different than mine. You know, cannabis is experiencing growth and pain points and all those things. And so that's been one of the fun things about being a judge and sitting on the other side of the table is to learn about these companies from all different sectors. Now, everywhere you go, it seems like any sort of retail or food establishment almost always nowadays has a help wanted sign, (laughs) right? Yep. So how are employers dealing with what appears at least to be a shortage or at least a very tight labor market? That was one of the questions that our judge panel asked every one of these nominees, what their perception of the labor market was and how they were handling it. And I think the reason that these companies sort of shown as nominees was the efforts that they're going to to 
offer benefits, create cultures that employees want to be a part of. I don't think as business owners that we can simply just look at pay and offer a position and expect that it's going to be filled in today's market. And so all of these nominees had really creative ways that they were approaching culture and benefits and creating companies that those employees wanted to come to work for. And so for employers that are having a hard time filling those positions, I guess my advice would be based off of hearing all of these, what all of these companies are doing is to really look at your culture, your team, and your benefits from maybe a non-traditional perspective too, to see how you can fill those positions. All right. That sounds, that sounds great. We'll uh, like to address that topic. We were talking in the lobby about the, all the creative things people do to come to Central Oregon and sort of remain in Central Oregon and then maybe talk a little bit about how employers get creative to keep employees around. And we're back here on the Tuesday point. We're speaking with Katie Anderson of Aperian Management, and we're talking about the Sage Business Awards and uh, getting off into uh, all kinds of good conversations about business and employment here in Central Oregon. Um, we as I mentioned before the break, we were talking in the lobby about some of the creative ways people are uh, making a living here in Central Oregon. We brought up the concept of all the commuter people. Mm -hmm. uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's, it, that has been an interesting thing, I think, going on in Central Oregon. There are um, a lot of statistics going around about how many people are telecommuting, telecommuting, commuting. In our, com in, in our community, sorry, that's a tongue toaster. Um, and I think about 10% of the employees employed in Central Oregon, um, their companies aren't based here. They're, you know, San Francisco or Seattle, and they choose to live in Bend and work from here and return to those areas in regular succession, whatever that employer requires. And so I think it's an interesting um, demographic of employee in um, Bend that is somewhat unique to our area because people want to live here. So they sort of find these creative ways to do that. Um, and there's definitely, I think, a rising uh, group of businesses serving that niche and trying to give those individuals a place to work outside of coffee shops and there's some co-working spaces opening up and things of that nature. But it, it definitely um, probably could be a good and a bad. I, I, you know, we talked a little bit about that in the lobby and I think that there's uh, potentially some perspective about how do we engage those individuals into our business community and make sure they're vested. Um, mm -hmm. If they're, you know, making money for the central Oregon area, are they invested? Are they giving back to the community? Are they part of the business community? I think that's important. Okay. So we are here to talk about the Sage Business Awards. So let's do an, another quick plug, and then we'll continue with our, our conversation. So Sage Business Awards, what, when, where, et cetera? Uh, this Friday, Friday the 13th at 7 p.m. at the River House. Uh, nominees will be uh, honored, and the final awards for Small Business, Large Business, Nonprofit of the Year and the Coveted People's Choice Award will be announced. So now that we know the People's Choice Award is coveted, what <laughs> what what is that? What's the People's Choice Award? Um, so the People's Choice Award is an opportunity for all of the nominees across all categories to have their employees, followers, supporters uh, vote for them as an individual company. So or even the nonprofits are included mm -hmm. in that. And so. Uh, the People's Choice Award is an opportunity for even like the smallest company that might have a really, you know, active following to win. So uh, 
maybe it's a little bit of a popularity contest. If you have a good following and your employees go vote and those types of things, then it's all decided on by the people, not by the chamber. And is that something that anybody can vote on? Yes. Yes. How how do people do it if they want to? At benchamber.com, there is a link um, that is on their page to the Sage Awards and the um, the People's Choice Awards voting link is on there. You can only vote once, so you might want to read about the nominees. Yeah, good idea. Uh, think before you vote. Yeah. That's a, a, an amazing concept. Um, and so uh, we were talking a little bit about employees getting, or employers, excuse me, getting creative um, in terms of uh, with their employer, with their employees and keeping employees and I guess attracting other ones in, in what is a tight uh, labor market. Can, mm-hmm. can you give any examples of that? Anything that? Yeah, there was. Um Definitely a couple of nominees in the small small business category, um, both Mazama Media and um, Cross Dot Digital Creative. Mm-hmm. They both talked about how they've really shifted their culture, um, how they provide, you know, powder days. Mazama provides powder days to his staff and allows his team to have flexible schedules. And I think it's more than just... Um, health insurance and pay now. Okay. And so they're finding ways to allow individuals to live the central Oregon lifestyle within the framework of being a participant in a company too. So um, allowing flexible schedules, having fun, you know, company outings, getting together, um, you know, having open door policies, access to mentoring, access to events and training and things of that nature here in central Oregon were all really key parts of what they were all doing. All right. And so they're having success, I guess, with attracting people and and keeping people. Yeah. Keeping people is the definite. I think it's easy to attract people to Central Oregon. It's great. Oh, sure. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was thinking about it but, in, yeah, in specific businesses. Keeping, yeah. yeah. Keeping people is um, definitely is definitely the key to that. And, and all of these companies talked about that. It was um, definitely something that I think because of the choices their leaders are making, they're having success retaining people. Okay, so I want to give you a chance to talk a little bit as both an example and, uh, you know, talk a little bit about your business. You won the Small Business Award when? A couple years ago? Yeah, so we won the Small Business Award two years ago. Okay, and we were talking earlier about how uh, business contribute to the community and how that's part mm-hmm. of it, how they're, how they're selected. Uh, again, as an example of that, can you talk about something that you at Aperion have done uh, in terms of to help give back to the community? Yeah, I, th- I think that that's probably one of the major reasons, you know, beyond running a management company, managing homeowners associations isn't like a s- super crazy, sexy business. It's, you know, professional services. It's hard to explain to people sometimes. And I think one of the major reasons we won the award was the ways that we found to give back to the community. Um, and we, I grew up here in Central Oregon, and we wanted to find an organization, myself, my business partner, Catherine Smith, and um, William Anderson, who run the company with me, wanted to find a way to give back. And so four years ago, we started working with Heart of Oregon Corps okay. and started an, or- started an event for them four years ago. And the first year, we raised uh, $15,000. Really quickly, what does Heart of Oregon Corps do? So Heart of Oregon Corps... 
uh, focuses on providing job skills and soft skills training to youth, opportunity youth here in our community. And um, they do so through stipends, but also through those kids earning college um, uh, scholarships, mostly to COCC. And so provides an opportunity for youth to sort of have a pathway out of poverty. Okay, great. And it was an organization that spoke to us because it was helping critical sort of um, demographic of kids that we want to be able to keep here in Central Oregon. Right, okay. So we started an an event called Farm to Fork four years ago and um, have been able to raise money for that organization each year, sort of growing the event. First year we raised $15,000 and we thought that was a win, you know, 80 people. And we also got an opportunity to sort of showcase the agricultural community in Central Oregon. Um, We have some great farm support for the event. And then this last Sunday, we held our fourth event with them and we were able to raise $75,000. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, definitely set that bar high. And, um, and I think that was one of the major things as a company that applied, you know, for these awards two years ago, it was well beyond just us running a great company or about it being about profits. It was also about our employees, what we were providing to them, what we were giving back to the community and each company that you know has the privilege to do business in this space in central oregon has the opportunity to sort of choose what speaks to them and find an organization that they can give back and that's kind of been our challenges challenge back to business and what we have um challenged other companies to do and it was amazing as a judge this year to hear what some of these companies are doing in that sector as well all right, so that's uh, we're going to have to leave it there. We're just about out of time here on the Tuesday Point. So the Sage Business Awards are this Friday, September 13th, at 7 p.m. at the Riverhouse Convention Center, uh, right? And, Correct. Uh, go to chamber, binchamber.org or Google the Ben Chamber of Commerce for more information. Uh, find out where you can get tickets. And let's see, we're left with, oh, just about a minute in the show. Thank you very much, Katie, for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, please visit kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcasts at kpov.org.